everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hi guys, and welcome back to another new episode of Unique Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, and I am the host. If you are new or newer to the podcast, hi, so glad you're here. Before we get started, I always like to just send and say a quick reminder that, yeah, I am a therapist, licensed therapist. I work in Nashville and at the same time which that's a little clue into the rest of the episode. At the same time, this is not therapy and this cannot be a substitute for therapy. And at the same time, it might move you towards going to therapy for the first time or just talking about something different in your own therapy if you already are going. So there you have it. Now, today will be another episode of just me and you chatting or really, I guess it's me talking to myself, but sitting here pretending like I'm talking to you in the future. It's very weird. In the beginning of the podcast, when I had to do stuff like this, I felt so awkward, like talking to literally I'm sitting in my living room by myself talking to myself. But like, I'm also imagining that I'm talking to people. (laughs) Just try it and see what it feels like. Now I'm just like, yeah, this is me. I do this every once in a while. Talk to myself. Pretend like people are listening. In the future, they listen. So today is just going to be me and you talking. And Before we get into the episode, I did want to give a little update because I'm so pumped about this and you guys know that I am, well, I don't know if you know this, I've said it before, but I am a vault when it comes to like my job and keeping the secrets that I need to keep. And when I say secrets, I mean like confidentiality, do that all the time. It's, it's not that hard. It's my job. But when it comes to things that like aren't really important, I guess, or they're like about me. I have such a hard time like keeping my mouth shut. And um, I, we, I know I talked about merch a while ago 
And then I had that whole situation because the phrase I wanted to use actually was trademarked by somebody, which I'm still so frustrated about because it's like such a basic phrase, but it is what it is. And uh, I'm going to be okay because I think that probably happened because something better is about to show up. I was visiting my friend in Boston, not this past weekend, the weekend before that. And I went to the cycling studio called Vibe Co Cycling. She teaches there. She used to teach at SoulCycle. Her name's Tori. She's been on the show before, like over a year ago. But she now teaches at a smaller studio closer to her house. And if you live in the Boston area, I really highly recommend going and trying the studio out. It's actually located in New Hampshire, which is confusing if you aren't from the area. But I guess all the things are very close together. Anyway, her merch was so freaking cute. And so I asked her like, who did this? And she told me, and I want you guys to know we are back in the game. And I'm so excited about what I'm about to have coming for y'all. I have the designs made. I just now have to figure out like, especially with shipping and just having products in stock, that's, you know, been an issue for a while. And so I just have to make sure I can get the the products in, but y'all, they are so cute. And I can't wait to one, wear them, but also so you guys can wear them. And there'll be two things, possibly a third, and I'm going to do limited amounts of them. So once they're gone, I don't know if I'll get more, but get excited. Hopefully that will be in the next like two or three weeks. I I can announce that. Now, as I was thinking about this week's episode and going back through some old content because I started making the episode and then I realized we already did and talked about what I was talking about. (laughs) So I was going back and making sure the stuff that I had coming up wasn't already done. And I realized that we have never talked about what we're going to talk about today, which is very weird. And I mean, I guess we've probably talked about it, but at the same time, there's no significant dedicated content just for this topic. So here we are. We are going to talk about the both and situation, phenomenon, way of thinking. And before I get even into what that is, I'm going to start off with a little story. I had a really good friend. Uh, We're not really close anymore, but very good friend in high school whose mom was diagnosed with cancer while we were in college. She was younger than me. I don't know if she was in college yet, but I never was like really quite sure how she was doing. They would post updates every now and then on Facebook and I would follow along and I would text her every now and then. But I just kind of felt confused because it looked like things were going downhill and then they would be up again. And then it just like her battle was so long. And I don't know how much of that battle was really, really like painful and and hard for her or how much of it just felt like she was living her life in this waiting period. I don't know. But I do know that the battle with cancer ended up being a lot longer than anyone expected it to be. And that could be a good thing. I'm, I'm just that those are just the facts around it. And then eventually I... I want to say it was like seven years. I really don't know, but it was a long time. Eventually, she did pass away. And not even a week after she had passed away, I ran into this friend at Target. And it's one of those things where, and Megan Devine talks about this on her podcast hereafter, about like grief and like being scared to talk about it because it's weird to talk about it. But like at the same time, it's weird not to talk about it. And so like obviously, me being who I am, anyway, I was not going to like ignore what had happened. And so I said, just very frankly, like, how are you doing? And I don't really remember her exact words because this was like five years ago, maybe, but it was something along the lines of, I'm actually doing really good, 
And she said, of course, I'm sad. And at the same time, I'm relieved. I'm relieved for myself and my family and my mom who was really suffering. And the way she passed away was like sweet and good. And of course, I want my mom. And at the same time, I am not going to feel bad for not being overrun by my grief right now. It doesn't mean I'm not sad. And so then I was like, oh, thank God you are able to say this. And this right here is the epitome of like the both and. If you are unfamiliar with this, then this is going to be a really good and helpful episode for you. And if you are familiar with this, then this will also be good, but it might not be as groundbreaking. But this is something that is so important in me as a human and as the work I do. Like I never don't talk about this with clients. Last week when Shauna Nequist was on, she mentioned how our culture is highly, highly touted on this idea of absolutes and certainties. And this is very true. We live in a space where it's like, this has to be true or this has to be true. And I think it's because that feels comfortable to have the absolute. And while this way of thinking is is comfortable and it can help us feel very comfortable in the present moment, I'm not sure that it's actually helpful in the long run. It doesn't let us be honest or even worse, it doesn't allow us to actually know what we think and feel. And then feelings get confusing. And then I think some people are like, well, then I don't want them because they're confusing. Goodbye. And because when you have to make a decision, but neither decision makes sense, I wouldn't really want to be in that either. And so the absolute uncertainty is something that pushes us farther and further and further away from the ability to have good, healthy relationships with ourselves, others, God, a higher power, the universe, all the things. So the basis of both and thinking is that Basically, multiple things can be true at the same time, and those multiple things can be contradictory. And in that, everybody can have their own experience regardless of your experience or anybody else's experience. It takes us out of this concrete absolute and gives us another option to work with. Options that logically sometimes, if you try to make sense of them, they don't make sense. How, how can these things be true and, and sit together? And at the same time, emotionally, they do make sense. And I'm a big believer in the power of shifts in language. And the smallest shifts can actually make a huge difference in both our communication, but also in just like our relationships. And the idea of this duality of thinking for me comes from DBT. So if you don't know what DBT is, that stands for Dialectical Behavioral Therapy which is a therapy that was developed by a woman named Marsha Linehan a long time ago. And this was originally um, brought up out of CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, which is something that is a little bit more um, mainstream. I think both of these now are becoming mainstream, but CBT is like, you know, change your thoughts, change your behaviors, change your life, all the things. And that has been something that's been like the front forefront of a lot of therapy. And then DBT came along and kind of put a little twist on it. And when it was developed, it was used primarily for those struggling with suicidal ideation and those um, also with borderline personality disorder later. And it helps with emotional regulation and acceptance, which is like something that's very important in working with people struggling with both of those things. Side note, I do, I need to take like a skirt right here because I think there is just because I used the, I said borderline personality disorder, I think there is a lot of misconception of what that is out there. And I think there probably needs to be an episode on it. 
at some point, but what it is, is a personality disorder that usually develops out of trauma that involves some kind of abandonment or loss. And the traits associated with it are basically survival traits of that trauma. And they make a lot of sense if you really try and understand the person that's struggling with it. And people with this disorder feel emotions way more intensely than your average person. I think of their emotions as like third degree emotional wounds. Like imagine if like I just touched your arm, you just be like, oh, cat's touching my arm. But if you had like an open third degree burn wound on there, I would touch your arm and you would freak out and it would feel so intense. And that's how emotions are a lot of times for, for these people where I might feel sad or you might feel sad or whatever feeling it is, but it's like times that by 1500 and that's what that sadness feels like to these people. And I think that when we hear borderline personality disorder, it either gets this like, oh, crazy people, or like it gets confused with multiple personality disorder, which isn't even a thing that's actually called disassociative identity disorder, which is a lot more rare than I think people realize, but also a thing. But somebody with borderline personality disorder, if they get the care and they put in the work that is necessary, they can live wonderful lives and they can be your friend and they can be your uh, somebody you work with. Like they can be a partner. So I just wanted to say that because I do hate the stigma of what pops into people's head. And I think that what pops into people's head might be that because there just isn't education on it. And it's not like something that we talk about and hear about all day. So again, maybe I'll do a whole whole episode because I'm getting out on a tangent. Hey guys, Kat here. And I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you Unique Therapy after you check out. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. So DBT is based on dialectics or the idea that two opposing thoughts can be true at the same time. For example, I'm doing the best I can and I can unlock a higher potential. It offers a way to accept yourself and then also leave space for growth, which can offer a lot of hope and healing for anybody, not just people that are struggling with suicidal ideation and BPD. It can be for anybody. So that's why DBT is used a lot more openly out there in the therapy world because who can't benefit from a little bit of more hope in their life? So out of that and out of the the dialectics, we have come to know this in more mainstream world as the both and idea. And we've been able to apply that to many parts of our lives. What this allows is space for someone to be grieving and grateful at the same time, like my friend, right? So like, I'm really grateful that we can like take a big deep breath. And at the same time, I'm sad. I'm like sad that my mom is gone. This allows us to be hurt and find forgiveness. It allows you to like love your job and also be overwhelmed at the same time. And being overwhelmed doesn't mean you don't love your job. Life doesn't have to be good or bad. And it's it's not black and white. And we don't have to pretend to live in those realms anymore. We get to open up this whole other space to live in. This also allows you to be like angry and love someone. Right. So when it comes to our deep relationships, I think we also feel like we have to be all in or all out. And I sit with a lot of people trying to figure out if like this person that they're with is like the right one. And they start doing this thing where they're like, I love them, but then there's this thing and there's, there's a lot of buts used. I love them, but, and you can fill in the blank with anything. Like he's not a Christian or they don't have a good relationship with their family or, Um, she doesn't have any drive at work or I don't like his sense of humor, but I love him. It's like fill in whatever. And I am just pulling those things out of thin air. But I think what could actually be true is I love him or I love them or I love her and I don't love this. It doesn't take away the fact that you love him and it doesn't take away the fact that you don't like this thing and you don't have to have it all fit into one pretty like matching bouquet that says, okay, you can be with this person because everything fits. It's like, no, like not everything fits and I can be with this person. Or let's say you have a complicated relationship with your mom. You can love her and not desire a relationship with her. And you not desiring a relationship with her doesn't mean you don't love her. It takes this black and white, very destructive ideology out of our system and it allows us to actually honor what it is that we do know and we do believe and we do need. With the right and wrong thinking, we really limit ourselves in so many areas. If we're grieving, we can't be enjoying life. If we're happy, we can't be hurt. And 
I say this all the time when I am like teaching people about feelings and emotions and people are like, I don't know what I feel. And I'm like, well, it's allowed to be a lot of things. Like every day when I do like a scan of how I'm feeling, I usually have sadness in my body or loneliness or anger around something. And at the same time, there's joy, there's excitement. I can be really scared and really, really excited. I can be really scared and, and, and really happy. Like it doesn't mean you're crazy when those things happen. And I think a lot of times when we feel conflicting things like that, we're like, we're crazy. No, that's natural. Now, as helpful as this way of thinking is for our relationships and our emotional integrity, both and is also a fierce threat to many parts of the system we live in. I mean, if we come back to how Shauna was talking about our society thriving on concrete ideas and absolutes, it makes me think of the whole Chris Rock and Will Smith situation that happened a couple weeks ago, which I'm sure everybody knows what I'm talking about, so I don't even have to go through that. But I got a lot of people asking me, and then I probably asked a lot of people myself, like, what do you think? Who was wrong? Who was right? People want to know what side to be on. There are so many like videos on Instagram and like articles written and all this stuff. And the truth is there's a lot of gray area here. And I'm stating my feelings here, not what is the absolute truth. The power of both and allows for us to hold our beliefs and also understand that other people can have another experience and both of those be valid. So for me, when I was thinking about the situation, I was like, what Will did was wrong. And I understand why he did it. Also, what Will Smith did was wrong. And Chris Rock's joke was disgusting. And Chris Rock was in the wrong. And Will Smith was in the wrong. Like there's not this like one side, one camp. There's like a lot of nuance and like details in, in this. And let's go back to what I said a second ago too, before I said my thoughts on this. Both and allows us to hold space for the validity of our experience and the validity of someone else's experience at the same time. In a very simple example, let's say I watch a, a movie with my boyfriend and I think the movie's awesome and he just thought it was horrible and that it sucked. Both of those are true. One of us doesn't have to be wrong here. And if we could apply this to like bigger issues, like think about like just the safety we could create in our like political climate, our social climate, our spiritual and religious climate. Like think about how much safety we could create. Because if I'm not coming from a place where my truth is the absolute only truth, then I may be more curious as to why my boyfriend thought the movie was so bad. And that curiosity may invite me into asking questions that might help me learn something new in a healthy and safe way. But when we live in the absolute, we are usually only open to finding information that sits with the side we are sitting on. I truly believe that both and thinking can be a solution to the cancel culture that I find myself trying to avoid all the time. Like you say one wrong thing and you're out. And here's the thing about that. People need to be held accountable and they deserve space to grow and change and learn from their mistakes. Someone can do something horrible and be a good person deep down. Now I say this very much knowing that it's hard for me to see this sometimes, specifically with people like, ugh, I'm bringing it back up, but people like Rachel Hollis, where I am like, okay, enough is freaking enough. Maybe you don't need to be in this self-help space and you need to take a break from being a public figure. And I don't even, I'm getting tongue-tied because I, there's so much that I could 
add here. Also, if you have not listened to the Rachel Hollis episodes of Maintenance Phase, I highly recommend it. Maintenance Phase is an awesome podcast that two of my clients told me I had to listen to, so I did, and now I'm obsessed with it. But uh, they did a two-part series on Rachel Hollis, and it's very good. I highly recommend it. And I know you guys are like, aren't we over this by now? No, I will never be over it. <laughs> anyway, back to this. Like, I have this issue. Like, I myself have a hard time, like, inviting in dialectics and both and to, to these kind of situations. And so for people like this, it's like, oh, okay, there's, this is a whole other dimension. She's causes a lot of harm. It's kind of like she's had a train wreck of opportunities to shift over and over. And she's keeps choosing this path of like destruction and, and defeat and harm. So with her, I think, um, I really choose to believe that she is a danger to our culture's mental health and there's stuff I probably don't know. And there has to be a good bone in her body. <laughs> Like I, I, I really tried to open up their space and there's, there's room for me to not know everything and I can have an opinion and also be open to the idea that my opinion can shift and change if I didn't know more information. I can also choose to use this language to help me with my struggle to demonize things I don't like, right? Like I really hate what social media mental health has turned into and I'm grateful for the ability for mental health to be talked about more. And I don't want to send the idea that nothing can be absolute because sure, things can be absolute 100%. There are absolute things in the world. I'm saying this is a really helpful tool to one, allow yourself to be more authentic and being able to sit in your feelings, also to help us have more productive conversations and also for us to like invite in like more softness into our worlds when things feel like everything is bad and the world is ending and this and that. It's like, this is bad and it's not all bad at the same time. It doesn't mean that this isn't bad and we're not trying to like toxic positivity you, like things are allowed to be bad and there's more to the story. Oh, this makes me think of, I had a client recently, we were talking about the like whole, it's okay to not be okay thing, which I totally drive with, I believe and all that. And at the same time, there's more to that story, right? So like, it's okay to not be okay. And at the same time, it's not okay to just sit in that and to use it as an excuse to never do the things that you need to do in your life, to never go after the things that you want, to never work hard, to never push past the toughness that you might feel. Like, it's okay to not feel that way. And it's also okay for you to at some point say, hey, I got to start moving out of this. And I think that that whole conversation came out of like, even that's an absolute, it's okay to not be okay. So I have to hold on to that and it can, I'm sitting in this forever and now it's forever not going to be okay. And that's okay. When really that's a both and it's okay to not be okay. And there's room for this to shift. And eventually I'm going to have to take the first step. I like looking at it that way. So you see, there are so many areas that this language shift can benefit how you show up with yourself, others in the world. And, you know, I, I see over and over this fear that if, if nothing is concrete or if nothing is absolute, then we'll stay in this like um, limbo area forever and we won't make decisions. But I actually think the opposite is what happens um, a lot of the times. Both and is not an excuse to not make a decision or not do what you need to do. It's a way to make decisions and experiences more authentic and more clear. We don't have to hold on to the lie that things are one thing. We get to grab onto the truth that things are a lot of things. And <laughs> I guess right there is like my motivational quote for the week. What did I just say? <laughs> 
we don't have to hold on to the lie that things are just one thing. We get to grab onto the truth that things are a lot of things. You know, I just spit that out and I meant it. Like, I mean, it. I just was like, if somebody were to hear me say that, if that was like just the sound bite that you heard, then people might be like, this girl sounds very much the opposite of something smart. But it's true. Like, it's simple and it's true and it makes no sense and it makes sense at the same time. So I'm going to leave you guys there. There you have it. There is um, my spiel on the both and on the dialectics, on the space that we get to hold and allow the like weirdness of these two conflicting things happening in us at once. And I didn't really touch on that that much. So I want to say here, this feels weird. This feels awkward. This feels sometimes icky to have these things that don't make sense, but at the same time make sense. Like this is an uncomfortable tool until it becomes comfortable because you use it. It's uncomfortable because we aren't used to it. It's uncomfortable because people don't tell us that we're allowed to do this. It's uncomfortable because I like when things are black and white. I like definitiveness. I like when I don't have to wonder and question. I like, and the more we allow ourselves to sit in this weirdness, the more comfortable we will be in it. And then again, that just spearheads into all of the possibilities and all of the positives that this language shift gives us. So practice your both and practice your both can be true practice your dialectics and um, see where it takes you so I hope you guys have the day you need to have today again look out for the merch I'm so excited and um, if you want to follow the podcast you can at you need therapy podcast on Instagram if you want to follow me at cat.defada on Instagram I would love to connect with you and yeah keep having that day you need to have I will talk to you on Wednesday. Bye, guys. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.